0: What's up y'all, it's Whitley and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session So today y'all are cooking with Wit. So if you hear some noise in the background, you know, just bear with me We're in the swing of school starting back So, you know, it's about to get crazy y'all But that's what this conversation is about tonight The power of organization Now, I don't know if that's what I'll title it, but I'm thinking about the benefits of organization. So if you listen to the episode yesterday, Sunday service, when I talked about adapt, uh, making the the adjustment, I kind of touched on the importance of having systems in place. And I referred to companies that have been in business for decades. And I use like McDonald's, I think as an example. So when you think about a business like mcdonald's mcdonald's has a system it has many systems actually that it runs on in order to be efficient effective and in order to duplicate their success from state to state person to person even if people want to build franchise there is a system for hiring. There is a system for firing. There is a system for uniforms. There is a system a system for training employees. There is a system if somebody wants to um, purchase stock with them. There is a system if somebody wants to buy a franchise and then they have to go through hamburger university, that is a real thing. But they have these systems that they run on in order so they can continue to duplicate their success, if they didn't have any system, they would usually remain a small business or they wouldn't be able to grow. And the guy, the family who created McDonald's, he didn't create McDonald's with the intention to create a second job for himself, he wasn't looking to flip burgers for the rest of his life because he loved burgers so much, he wanted to create generational wealth. He wanted to create freedom. And in order to do that, he had to create a system. And so when I think about businesses, regardless of what you feel about their philosophy or food, it's not about that. I think about, well, if I want to treat my life as if I'm a business, because I believe we are businesses unto ourselves. We are our biggest business. We are our most important business. And if we're not running smoothly, how can we really show up and be invested in our lives in a way that's going to get us, net us the results that we want? We can't. So we have to take care of ourselves first. So how can we use that same model? Now, we don't have to model everything of McDonald's, but take this idea of incorporating systems into our day and what got me thinking about this again today even though I touched on it a little bit yesterday is because my time I'm in Texas so it's 9 p.m. right now and yes during the summertime when I first started this podcast it was at the end of the last school year and so we didn't really have you know if you're a teacher you know how the end of the school year can be everything is kind of laxed We were also still in COVID, so a lot of kids really stopped showing up the last two, three weeks after STAR test, which was actually a benefit. So me staying up late to record podcasts, I wasn't pushing myself to wake up at four in the morning anymore because I didn't need to get there an extra hour early because kids were no longer on campus. As long as I got there on time. So I was able to adjust what I was doing But now that we're kicking into the full swing of things, this is going to look like a normal year where kids are on campus. And even though right now we're just in our week of professional development, we still have to be at the school by 8, 830. And today, because we also have to get our rooms and stuff together, they're keeping our building open to about 9 p.m. Then on the weekends, we can go up there so we'll be ready to go. On Monday and today I probably stayed like two or three hours later I feel like I still didn't get anything done in my room that I wanted it's such a task um, I got some things done I'm just beating up on myself right now but it was a long process so I stayed two to three hours longer after we ended and we're there from 8 to 4 so just Put that in your mind. We are from 8 to 4. I stayed about till, I think I stayed till almost 6.30. I drove home. And you know that nap you think about taking while you're, you almost take it while you're in the car. And plus the sun's still out in Texas. So that heat was getting to me. So I had in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to lay down for about 30 minutes and I want to work out today. I haven't worked out because I'm committed (laughs) to trying to work out. And... I slept until I think I I just woke up around, it was almost eight and then I got up and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do like a 30 minute workout cause I still wanna move today. You know, I was moving around my room, but we were sitting for some of our professional development and then I opened my computer because I set it up on my TV. I was like, I'm just gonna work out in my living room. So I was gonna plug my computer up And then I'm looking at my email because my work email was still up. And and this is one thing. This is a side note. I had to put my work email just only on my work computer. Like I took it off my phone just to create boundaries for myself, um, which I'll get into a little bit more once I get to that part of the message. But So I opened my email and I'm like, I got like 10 emails from the time I left. Work or it's last time I looked at my email earlier today to now. And one of them I really needed to take action on um, with, with HR. And then the other ones I just needed to make sure I RSVP for the upcoming Zooms and professional developments that were held by the district for my content area. Just all these different things, and I just started to get overwhelmed. Like, I just want to do my 30-minute workout. <laughs> but I felt myself starting to get anxious, and I was like, and I still want to eat my meal tonight, make sure I finish cooking. Luckily, what I'm cooking is pretty quick, but I'm like, it's going on nine, ten o'clock. I still need to shower, do my skincare routine. Like, I just start going through all of these things in my head, and it starts to make me anxious. And I know many of you listening to this can probably relate. Like it just seems like your schedule, all of these things can start piling up and then it creates more anxiety when you even start thinking about all the things that you still have to do, even after you knock one thing off of your list. And one thing that I had to pull back and tell myself, Whitley, take your own advice and make sure you're adjusting. Make sure you're adjusting your expectations to, one, the season you're about to walk into. You know, is it realistic? Because last night I stayed up to like one midnight. Is it realistic to do that? If you know that you're, you want to commit to working out, what is realistic for you to sustain so that you just don't all out not do it? Because today I was just like, man, forget it. I wanted to just be like, man, forget it. I don't even feel like doing it. I'll try again tomorrow. And that's how it starts. That's how it starts. Where we'll just like knock off one thing. Like I'll just eat out. I'll just eat out today. Next thing you know, you eating out every single day. And you grabbing Arby's. And not Arby's. Ain't nobody eating Arby's. <laughs> you grabbing Wendy's and Sonic. Because you're, you're getting something fast. And it's crazy because... I think another reason why I need that nap is cuz today I was snacking like I had these like chips, chips. That I usually I eat the Voodoo chips, but I had some like Sun chips that they had at the school while we were doing our PD. They don't you know how they don't get, never get no healthy snacks. Then I had like two things of peanut butter crackers which had a lot of sugar in it, but I hadn't really eaten anything of substance. And it's like I know that I do that during the school year when I don't prioritize either bringing my lunch or making sure I have something healthy. So I'll end up going out, and then by my school, to me, they don't have a lot of healthy options, so I have to go way to another area to make sure I get something, and that's more money I'm spending. So when I reflect on all these things, it makes me think of this concept of how can I get organized, how can I create these systems to make sure I'm able to commit And continue to reach my goals and continue to level up in the areas that, you know, if I don't bring any type of intention to, I'm going to fall short. And even, you know, even when we have the right intention, even when we're focused on it, sometimes we're going to fall short of our expectation, but where it becomes a habit and then we just kind of give up or forget about it or we look up and we like, dang, I just stopped working out. Dang, I just spent all that money this month or for the past three months. Dang, I just, you know, gained this weight back that I lost. Dang, I'm not waking up on time or I'm not doing what I want or I haven't had time to work on my side business or invest in this or I'm always tired. Those things don't happen by happenstance. They happen because... We usually haven't created our systems or we haven't adjusted them to fit the actual season that we're in. So even a company like McDonald's, their system is going to stay the same. They've got an airtight system that have worked for generations, but during certain seasons, they may adjust the way certain things are done. Like if they have peak hours that people come and buy lunch or just to even stay on the swivel. Now, if you go to the McDonald's line and I only know because I went to go get my students something I don't personally eat McDonald's uh, but and nothing against if you do but I I just don't. But now the way they have it set up even in their drive-thru it's like by the time you get to the window you in and out in like a minute. You know, so whatever they've whatever adjustment they've made in their system, they're trying to stay competitive with how fast we can get your order out. You know, and they, they adjust with their commercials during certain, certain seasons or certain holidays to make sure they appeal and stay competitive, stay eating McDonald's during the, you know, during Thanksgiving, we are gonna be open. You know, they give, they, they give you all of these incentives to stay invested in them. So you have to create systems that work for you so you can stay invested in your own life. You know, if you're a teacher, for example, like me, I, that's what I can pull from because that's what I do. And you have the summer break off. So you've got used to, you know, waking up when you want, not setting your alarm or if you were still on the alarm, but you made a few adjustments based on the freedom that you have of not having to actually get up and go to work every day unless you like picked up a part-time job or something like that now you have to make some adjustments so where you probably had the day to figure out when you were going to work out because you really didn't have anything planned if you were being spontaneous or if you knew you were going to brunch or something that day or work on some things you knew you was going to work out in the evening or in the morning and you had like an hour you even had two hours depending on if you just kind of get lost in the gym or start doing other things like me where now it's like you gotta schedule that workout time you needed, needed to realize okay am i more productive at my workout early in the morning and go ahead and knocking it out because i know even if i want to when i get off i'm just tired or i got other things or i got kids And I got to pick them up from here and there. Or maybe on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, it's different. Or maybe you have to work out shorter, but for more days or longer or whatever it is. But you have to make sure you make those adjustments so that you can keep your goals in line. Do you have to pack your lunch the night before? Do you have to meal prep on a Sunday and make sure you get stuff during the week that it's easy for you to cook if you still want to cook when you get home or if you know for sure I'm not going to feel like cooking what's something that's still healthy for me to eat. But when I get home, I can just kind of pop it on. It'll take like 10, 15 minutes, scramble it up, whatever, and then eat so that I can do my routine. If I want to commit to my face routine. How can I make sure I make that as efficient as possible? Do I have to set out my stuff so I can make sure? Do I have to put a sign on my pillow so I can make sure I don't lay down with my makeup still on no matter how tired I am? You really have to ask yourself these questions. Whatever areas of life that you've that you have set goals in or that you have started something and you know you want to see results you have to create systems around it because life will make you busy and sometimes these things just fall to the wayside and then you look up and it's just like man a month didn't pass by two months didn't pass by and i didn't reach my goal or i haven't made any progress and that happened so quickly like i literally saw like three areas today where I'm like, man, I cannot make this a habit because I don't even have students on the campus yet, but this is about to be my life because usually on Monday nights, honestly, I would just now be walking in the door right now at nine o'clock because I also teach at a university on some nights. So I got my full-time job and then I have to go to a whole other city 45 minutes away and then drive 45 minutes back. So I wouldn't even be home. So if I was tired, By the end of just my workday, and I was sitting down or working in my classroom today, imagine when I have students, and I'm teaching, and I'm talking, and I'm walking around, and I'm being invested, and I'm giving my energy, and I have to drive another 45 minutes to go teach again, do the same thing, and my job is movement, and I have to drive home, and what if I hadn't eaten, you know, like, that's, I, I can easily see where my health, health, goals will start fading because I'm not going to feel like working out. I'm not going to feel like, because even though I dance, anybody who's a dancer, even like a trainer in the fitness, you don't necessarily stay fit from teaching other people because you're in and out of it. Like the workout or the teaching is about them. So you have to create your own habits. So, you know, I think about those things for myself. I saw my health goals Just in a day, like, oh, no, I see how easily it is for me to slip on this this year. I saw my financial goals easily slip because I'm like, man, I could just go buy something. And it's like, no, no. Even with this podcast, I have committed to making an episode a day. Like that is my commitment to myself to try to make an episode a day. I want to be consistent with this. So it's like, how do I do that? Do I need to start? doing some episodes way in advance, usually I record them the same day. I don't know. And I'm still trying to figure that one out. I still have a femininity page that I want to post on and make sure I'm staying up to date with. I'm still trying to build my personal page. So I have all of these moving parts that if I don't get intentional about creating a system around, and the system don't have to be super explicit. Like when I say system, system simply means... What time of day am I doing it? What time of day is most beneficial for this season I'm in right now? How long? How many times a week? How can I make this work so that it still gets done if I need to pay attention to it? If I'm building a side business, okay, where during the summertime or during this season, I had two, three hours to allocate for it, maybe I commit to 30 or 45 minutes a day. The first 45 minutes when I get home, I just want to scroll Instagram. Sometimes you even got to schedule that in because I find myself like, you know, I think, oh, I did not mean to pour balsamic vinegar in my guacamole. Y'all, I meant to get my olive oil. See, this is what I talk about with multitasking, y'all. But <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, social media. So social media or any other distraction, hanging out with your friends, all of that can easily can easily be a distraction. And when I say distraction, I don't mean like they're. I don't want us to judge things like they're good or bad, but doing things that help you meet your goals. So last night, I was up talking to one of my friends, one of my homegirls. She lives out of state, and I love talking to her. But we usually always stay on the phone about three, four hours easily. And then we catch up, and then we probably don't speak for a while. And then, you know, that's our catch-up, and I enjoy that. But those we've learned, you know, just quite naturally, we have to schedule time to talk to each other. But now during the school year, it's like, okay, do I need to... Think about that on a weekend. Do We got to schedule way ahead of time so that I'm not staying up in the wee hours of the morning. Like these are things that I have to think about because also I made a commitment along when I first started this podcast that I realized I need to work on my social health. And I talked about this in a very, very early episode because I also teach eighth grade health. Y'all I don't know why they put me in there, <laughs> but I do. And... The way the book has it, it breaks health up into four components: social health, emotional health, mental health, and of course, physical health. And I never thought about social health, like our need for friends, our need for socialization, our need to, you know, have companionship. Like these are things we know, but I never really thought about it as a full component to our holistic health and well-being. And I remember telling myself because I had my students reflect on what area they would like to improve on. And I said to myself, wow, I think I could really use an improvement on my social health cause I can really isolate and be so work focused. And then it's like, I haven't talked to any of my friends for months, you know, and that does affect my health. It does affect my mentality, but also it affects my relationships. So I have to bring balance into that. No matter how busy I am, how can I still make time for a social life? But even if you want to continue to be productive and reach your goals and you want to do things beyond, you know, the things that you have to do, there even has to be organization around that. Like I know with birthdays, I'm starting to put those on the calendar. I'm like, y'all, if y'all having brunch, y'all trying to do something big, tell me in advance, You know, so I can put it on my calendar so I can make sure I don't overbook. Like those things are becoming so important to me scheduling because as I grow as a woman, as I ask God for more and want to expand my life, there comes more responsibilities. That's just natural. Sometimes we want more, but we don't, you know, really take into consideration that with more blessings comes more responsibility. If you want kids that comes with a level of responsibility, you want a husband that comes with a level of responsibility. That's somebody you got to give your full attention to when he get home or, you know, you have to invest in that relationship. You want quality friendships. You have to invest in those relationships. You have to show up for them. Even when you're busy, so it's like, how do you schedule those things? You want gray skin? You have to stay committed and invest in your products, but also the skin routine at home. You, you got to invest in your sleep. You want to be in optimal health? You got to invest in going to the gym. Like these things are not just going to happen, but we still have our responsibilities. We still have our work to do. We still have other things that are constantly going to take up a bulk of our time. So how are we also within the time of things that we have to do these things, how are we also making those things work for us so that we don't become overwhelmed and looked up and look up like, dang, I haven't reached any of my goals or I feel like I don't have time for me or I've been, you know, actually backtracking or I'm doing things that I said I wouldn't do again because we fell into this habit. Because, you know, we just haven't brought any organization to those areas as our lives continue to expand. So that's all I really have for y'all today is to really, you know, just look at areas where you want to see improvement. And I'll say start off with one to three. Like, and if you really haven't thought about this at all, just start off with one. If it's your health goal, focus on that. Focus on how you can become consistent with the workout routine or consistent with your nutrition. Focus on, if it's your money, focus on, do you need to focus on tightening your budget? Do you need to focus on cutting expenses? Do you need to focus on where your money is actually going? If it's your social health or your friendships, you know, and maybe you're a loner or you spend a whole lot of time alone, Focus on how can I make sure I'm getting out the house more? How can I plan stuff with my friends, you know, every two weeks or every three weeks or once every month and make sure I'm prioritizing that on top of my busyness? How can I make sure I'm getting to sleep on time? What will allow me to get to bed at a reasonable time if I want to wake up early and then get to work early? How can I make that happen? so that's also a part of it like for me i had to change my language of like this is not possible or this is so hard i would say how can i make this work for me because we have to realize our lives are still our lives our lives are still our lives and we're still going to be responsible for what we do and don't have what we get out of life like we have to make it work for us no matter what so we have to always be willing to make those adjustments in. What stops us from making those adjustments is sometimes because we already go in with a defeated mindset. Like, this is impossible or I'm not going to succeed. And it's like, no, you got to. Like, for me, I'm sitting here thinking I still haven't planned any of my syllabus for my collegiate courses. I still haven't planned (laughs) for the classes that I got coming next week. I know I'm going to get it done, but... You know, I'm now asking myself, okay, I hope they give us some work time. They said they will, but then I just got these emails from our district dance coordinator, so I'm wondering how that's going to work out. So I started seeing myself get overwhelmed, and that's really what made me come on here and really talk about this, that if we don't have organization, one, our natural responsibilities can already overwhelm us. We all know how it feels when you're wondering, If I got to rob Peter to pay Paul, if I got to stretch this end, if I got to make this work, we know how it feels when our natural responsibilities cause us anxiety. But we compound that anxiety when we don't deliberately bring some level of organization to our lives and to our schedule, even if that means dialing back, even if that means pushing back on some of our responsibilities, even if that means saying no to some things, even if that means cutting it down to the bare basics, not feeling like you have to do the most. Like for me and my teaching, I be trying to go full, full out. And I remember just telling my girlfriend last night, you know, I'm just learning. Like, it's okay to still be learning, it's okay to not have it all figured out. It doesn't mean I need to go in there just haphazardly without a plan, but it just means that I can go in there with a broad enough plan that each week I can, I can that's when I can plan everything out, but at least, at least if I have a syllabus, if I have a schedule, a course outline that I'm following, like don't pressure myself to like have every single class planned out and then have it perfectly because I may have a lesson or two lessons that don't work. And if I'm so committed to it, working out this specific way, I won't be able to switch or pivot, you know, or be adaptable in the moment. And so as we're talking about this, it's also bringing that awareness that the systems are there for us to to gain more efficiency, for us to be more productive, for us to really reach our goals and put ourselves on some type of autopilot because we're creatures of habit. So once we get that system in place, we just get it a rhythm. So that way, even when we need to pivot, even when something is not working, it's like you can just change that one thing. Like, okay, I already know I'm used to working out every day, but now I cannot work out. It doesn't work out for me to work out in the evenings. So how can I make this happen in the mornings? What do I have to do? Or I can't work out in the mornings like I was. How can I make this happen in the evenings? Do I... It's some, it's some people who have super long lunch breaks. Like, because I was on summer break, it, were, it was women who would come into the studio or the gym I was going to, and they would be on their lunch break, and they would take a shower at the gym, get dressed, and go back to work. And I'm like, what kind of job y'all got to be able to... <laughs> But some people have those type of jobs, you know, so you have to do what works for you. Only, you know, the structure of your life. There are women on here listening with children. You have to make your goals work for you. Do your kids have after school programs? If not, is there an older sibling? Now, I'm not for putting all the responsibility on the older sibling, but even making it fun. Like, hey, y'all, for an hour, once I come and pick y'all up, I'm gonna feed y'all y'all a snack. Y'all gonna sit over here and do y'all homework or watch this one show? But mommy needs to work for thirty to forty-five minutes, and then I'll come out and get y'all. Now I need y'all to be quiet. Like what? And it adjusts to the age, but I'm giving these suggestions because you know I'm not a parent yet. I am a teacher, but the point is making adjustments and being empowered in your own life to make something work for you. And it's not going to be easy. You know, if your kids are used to, you know, running all over your time and, you know, you always being at their beck and call or you, you know, giving your wits into them and not putting yourself first, it's going to be an adjustment at first to get them to recognize, okay, mommy is setting boundaries. Even if you got to use that word and have that conversation, but kids are very, very adaptable, but they do need structure and consistency so after you said that they want to see you be consistent in that or they just gonna fall back to the old routine so yes you might be met with resistance at first even when you're trying to set boundaries like hey in the morning when i wake y'all up i already have your clothes set up if they're at a certain age so in the morning mommy needs quiet time for about 15 minutes that's mommy's time so when i wake you up and your your alarm goes off or i come in and turn your light by the time i come back in here i need your clothes on once i make sure you up i need that's what i need from you can you do that and then have a system of rewards as well get them stars every day and by the end of the week okay every single day you know or four out of five days of the school week you got you got all four stars or you got four out of five stars where i came back in the room and you at least had your clothes on you might have got back in bed but you had your clothes on you had brushed your teeth all right, then we can go get an ice cream cone, a 99-cent ice cream cone this weekend. Or you can play the game for an extra 30 minutes. Or you can stay up past your bedtime this weekend on a Friday. Like, whatever it is. You know, you can create those as systems, but do what makes is going to, you know, make you more productive. Is going to allow you to be able to reach your goals. Whether your goal is just to spend more quiet time with yourself, whether your goal is to work on your side business, whether your goal is to wake up early, you know. whether your goal is to have more time to spend with your friends, whether your goal is to start a workout routine, eat healthier, whatever those areas are that you're working on, you have to create systems around it so your life can be organized in a way that works for you. Or else you're gonna be working for your life and you're gonna be feeling it. A lot of people, 98% of the population That's how we live. Well, we're working for our lives instead of allowing our lives to work for us. So that's all I have for y'all. Really take time to think about this. And, you know, you may be the type of person who needs to write things down. Um, I feel like to me that's helpful. You know, but even an area that came to mind as you was listening to this, start there. Don't overwhelm yourself with trying to figure out your whole life. Start there. Whatever area came to mind, the very first one, like I've been saying I want to do this or this is something I've been doing, but then I fell off. And look at where, where we also lack. I know I keep saying I'm in, but where we also um, play ourselves is when we don't factor in that life will create distractions. Things will happen that will make us have to shift and change. And so if we don't factor those things in, those possible distractions, those possible obstacles, as soon as they come, we're going to be deviated from our goals easily. So we have to plan for those things that might throw us off path. We have to plan for that vacation or that trip where they may not have any healthy food. So what are you going to do? How are you going to plan for that? You have to plan for, you know, when that child is coming, if you're expecting a child, or you have to plan for if your schedule change or if you're, you take on new responsibilities or something happens to where you have to adjust and this, the, the system you have works, but the way that you implemented the system no longer works for the season that you're in. Because the things about systems, the systems kind of always remain the same. And when it comes to our life, the system is really the commitment, the commitment to be consistent. Like to me, I have made up my mind. I want to be consistent with this podcast. I want to be consistent in having these conversations, whatever it takes, no matter if I'm tired, no matter if I feel like I ain't got nothing to talk about, like unless God is telling me, you know, take a sabbatical, take a break, take a mind break, a creativity break. I want to be consistent with this. So I have to figure out how I'm going to make it work for me while this school year is about to start because it's about to pop off and it's about to be crazy. I have to figure out, okay, how am I going to make my workout routine work for me? Because there was a time to where it's crazy because I am dancing. I be really moving with my students and because we were online, I had to demonstrate a lot of things. So I was staying pretty in shape, but I felt unhappy and I realized that even though when I teach dance and I love what I do, I still have to create space for me to move just for me where I'm not pouring out like because I saw it affecting my mental health like I'm pouring out. And when I had that realization, I was like, well, how can you make it happen? Because during the year, your schedule is crazy And in the evening coming to work out like that's a dud especially on most of your days like that's that's a done data like it's not about to happen so how can you make sure this happened and that's that's another thing that got me waking up at four in the morning back when school was in but it's like okay that's probably what I'm have to go to that did work for me and I felt good I felt productive and I was ready for my day so sometimes we have to make adjustments to our system the system is the commitment the system is you committing to being consistent in this area. The consistent, the system is putting focused intention in that area. And then the execution of it, you know, is going to depend on you, your life, your schedule, your needs, what works for, so that you can be consistent. Because if we don't think about how we are going to remain consistent, which is that commitment to the system like we're going to fail when as soon as an obstacle come or as soon as something you know happens in our lives that's going to make us have to pivot and then we're going to look up and it's like dang I didn't gain like 10 pounds because I'm eating every, out every day and I done spent this amount of money because I don't feel like cooking and stuff during the year you got to plan for that you got a plan. You know you got demand a demanding job during a certain period of the year and you know you're not going to, like, stop planning yourself. How can you make that work for you? Is there a person, like, there are, certain, there are so many, you know, small businesses and stuff or even online businesses and well-known that do meal preps for you where all you got to do is pop it in the oven or pop it in the microwave and they're healthy meals. Whether you got to invest in that. So it's like you're not cooking. You ain't got to think about the recipes. And as I said, I'm thinking about doing that because though I love cooking, I'm just like realistically when I'm in the school year it's things are tough. (laughs) Things are tough with my hours. You know, if you got a family, do what you got to do. You got to do what works for you. So I love y'all so much. Um, If you want to reach out to me, my Information is on Whitleyandgreen.com. You can also find my blog there. Arts Feminine on Twitter. Wondering Whitley on Facebook and Instagram. Whit Whit Hooray is my personal page on Instagram. And then the Feminine Arts Academy on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So I love y'all so much. Remember, get in alignment and receive your assignment. And be great. Create these systems and commit to being consistent. Talk to y'all soon.